Oh, I get to have a meal that's not just broth and jello. This is so great. Welcome to Geeks Without God with Tim Wick, Nick Glover, and Molly Glover. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We don't recognize moral authority. We don't accept divine superiority. We're geeks, geeks without God. This week on Geeks Without God, we're taking a look at John Wick. With the recent release of John Wick 4, we are talking about that film, and we spoiled the shit out of it, but we're talking about the entire John Wick franchise. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Welcome to Geeks Without God. I'm your host, Tim Wick, and I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Molly Glover. Not Molly Wick. Not Molly Wick and Nick Glover. What'd you do to my dog? If your name was Nick Wick. <laughs> oh, I would have changed it. That's uh, There's a story there the, the, for me, but I will, we'll go into that later. Right now, uh, what we're going to do is talk about John Wick. Now, John Wick 4 recently came out, so I'm going to let you know uh, as much as you can spoil a John Wick film. We are going to spoil the shit out of John Wick 4. But the topic here today is not just John Wick 4. It's all the John Wicks. All of John's them, Wick. John Wick one through four. Uh, oh, John's Wick. <laughs> John's Wick. Uh, the uh, the Twilight, or I don't know if we want to call it the Twilight of Keanu Reeves' career, but but perhaps what has <laughs> um, has has uh, propelled Keanu Reeves' career forward into the later period of his performing career. I'd say it seems like it's his. If you could say maybe Renaissance or even Apex. Honestly, I think more people know who Keanu Reeves is now than ever before yeah i think you're probably right maybe maybe the matrix might have even the matrix people just think of him as neo you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah and they still make fun of him for you know well it's his full acting range whoa Whoa. Uh, yeah yeah but uh john wick uh started in uh i'm trying to remember when the first john wick came out uh let me look it up as I should have done before we began. 2014. So we're almost mm-hmm. 10 years into the John Wick saga. And uh, John Wick could have easily been a standalone film. It, yeah. It sh- almost should have been, maybe. Almost should have been. I uh, Well, you know, I've got some arguments there, both pro and con. Uh, but, uh, but. And, 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 you know, part of the reason that I wanted to do this as a topic was not just because of John Wick 4, but ever since that movie has come out, complete strangers, when they find out my name, will ask me if I'm related <laughs> to John Wick. And they will Which chuckle. Which is so stupid because he's not real. <laughs> right, right. And, and typically I will say, well, yes, I am related to a John Wick because it's a very common name. Uh, although Pat has uh, frequently argued that what I should say is, why, what did you do to my dog? Um, but, uh, but nonetheless, uh, so John Wick came out in 2014. Uh, there have been three more John Wicks that have followed. The basic premise of John Wick is he is a amazingly talented assassin Mm -hmm. who has gotten out of the business. He got out of the business to marry the woman he loved and, uh, she has died of cancer. She's mm-hmm. dead wop, when wop. she's dead when the first John Wick starts. Fridged before the beginning. Fridged before <laughs> the beginning, uh, and uh, he is in mourning. And from her deathbed, she has ordered him a puppy. 
and he gets this <laughs> puppy and he has he has this puppy and he has this car that he loves other than that he's basically in the darkest of dark timelines in his life and uh, he encounters this mobster's son who would, who likes his Beyond car Greyjoy. and yeah. uh and and wants to buy his car and he's like nope you can't have my car so the gangster's son shows up beats him up steals his car and kills his dog that's what happens in it, it's this. A, a he kills a puppy, and that's what happens in the first ten minutes of John Wick, and everything that follows is effectively because nobody will let John Wick get revenge over the killing of his dog. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, because it turns out that uh, John Wick has a relationship to the gangster father of the person who killed his dog and the gangster father loves his son too much to let John Wick kill him. So John Wick has to kill seemingly every bad person in the city of New York. Or so you think well, it's to punish it's to punish Vigo. So he used to be employed by Vigo and he was the Baba Yaga. Like that was his like code name. And was he employed by Vigo? Vigo. It's what at least that's what Wikipedia says mm. is that he was in Vigo's employ. Mm. And, and, and that, that uh, one of the reasons that that's one of, and that's so like him getting out and then being pulled back in by Vigo's shitty son is, is part of the, the, the revenge terror. Uh, and now, having watched it recently, I'm I'm not entirely convinced that's 100 percent accurate. I feel like he did work for Vigo. Yeah, as a, uh, in his employee. Uh-huh. But How no, no, different? it's it different. Work. It's different because the way the the assassins work, they they take jobs and they do jobs. And it seems like John took a job for Vigo. Right. And Would in that return, not make you in his employee. Well, that implies <laughs> he's his underling. Yeah, and he's he's than, like, not. He he he's he's okay. not. He, I think he doesn't yeah. need to look up I, the word employment. I, I, I see what I, I get the point Tim's yeah. making. He's he's cool. he he seems more like a like con- underling. Yeah, I agree with with Nick. It's more like he's a contractor rather than a, an employee. Uh, perhaps is the best way to think of it. He was a contractor. Didn't say employee, but let's continue. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, and so he uh, goes on a killing spree, uh, eventually taking out uh, well everybody, everybody, everybody that we meet. Uh, is is dead at the end of John Wick, except John Wick, and uh, that that's where they could stay. But what happens is there's this decision to explore this weird underworld of assassins that John Wick was a part of. And so each successive movie digs deeper and deeper into the weirdest kind of underworld assassins uh, organization that John Wick was a part of and had tried to leave and is now getting dragged back into in each successive movie, even though mm-hmm. each movie is effectively about him trying to get out of it again. Um, it is spectacular violence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's really, as particularly gun violence. Yeah. And so if you're not into violence, and if you're definitely, if you're not into gun violence... These are not your movies because there is a lot of it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I feel like so the first John Wick movie has some really interesting things about it, like outside the plot. Before we get to the next John, the the next subsequent Wicks, um, uh, the the director is like the second, um, 
what is it? The second studio, the second, the people in movies that film all the stunts and stuff. Right? Second unit director. Second unit director for, um, for the matrix movies. Right. Um, and he's an ex stunt man. And, uh, this movie is basically created by stunt people. Um, that that's who is leading the, the effort. And I, I think like this movie would have been very forgettable if the action was different, if it didn't show this as kind of like a labor of love for, you know, action, uh, actors, right. Um, it, um, the action scenes aren't a lot of quick cuts, which I think we've seen a lot of in the past, you know, 10, 10, 20 years of action movies where, you'll you'll only see like a half second of motion before the camera cuts to some other angle and that happens over and over and over through through fight scenes in in the John Wick movies there are seconds of, of uninterrupted action and that sounds so silly but um the lack of the quick cuts really uh show that their their fight choreography mm-hmm. is on point and that the the stars like, you know, Keanu Reeves are actually like training and doing the work and practicing. He, the, the amount of dedication, uh, Tim, have you seen any of the, like, uh, uh, Keanu Reeves training videos and yeah. stuff for the John movies? Yeah. They're yeah, great. Going out to gun ranges and he's doing drills and all that stuff with live firearms for the, for the movie. And I, I feel like since John wick came out, we've seen a bunch of other movies kind of following suit like um gunpowder milkshake atomic blonde um things like that which uh i think that might be like the overall legacy of of john wick maybe mm-hmm. absolutely it, it yeah. does seem that way well, uh, like a big so like a big a big part of why him him coming back is such a big deal too is because the thing he did to get out was a task for Vigo to help Vigo consolidate his power. Right. So like him coming back is also upsetting this balance in this criminal underworld we discover and is causing all of the factions that had previously sort of had this uneasy, I don't want to say truce, but like at least they had, they, the situation is now changed and that nobody and gets that out. Nobody. Yeah. And so like the, the idea being that like, okay, the one guy got out because he did this impossible task, you know, this crazy thing that he did that, that made it so that Vigo had all the power. And then, now he's like, okay, well then fuck you. You know, I'm going to literally just completely like raise this, this underworld thing. And that's one of the things that we learn is that like the continental hotel and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. that's, that's something that I thought was really cool is that they were like all these hotels around the world that are part of this interconnected, you know, I guess you could say mafia, you know, underground criminal underground. And that, you know, his return has, caused shockwaves and that's one of the yeah. reasons everybody comes after him is like because that's the only reason he got out was it was like okay everyone leaves him alone mm-hmm. everyone has to leave him alone he's gone he's he's disappeared basically no one knows who he where he went like he's hiding he's he's such a pro and he's so brutal that i think i feel like especially in that first movie uh he never just shoots someone once after he shot someone, he always follows it with a headshot. Like he, there are so many times in mm-hmm. that movie where Keanu Reeves has, he shoots someone in the chest. Once the gun tips up and he shoots him in the head. Like he's, it's this like, and they never really address it or point it out. It's just the consistency and execution. Ha ha. 
um, <laughs> where it's kind of showing his professionalism as this assassin, as this killer is he's always confirming every kill mm-hmm. and it's effortless. It's so yeah. smooth motion for him. It's nothing. And there's it's, a, it's every time. There's a lot of martial arts mixed into the gun work too, which reminds me a lot of um, the gun Kata from equilibrium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a and bit. so like, there's a lot of that, which is very cool. Um, there's a lot more of the martial arts stuff in the later movies, which we can talk about later, but um, yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah. And, and so, yeah, the, the, there's this, but again, there's, there's this, this structure that's set up this organization that's set up sort of in the first movie is, you know, he shows up at the continental where you're not supposed to conduct business and conducting business means killing people. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do, there are consequences and the consequences are swift and uh, final. Um, and then as, as the movies progress, we see more of this, this organization and more of how it functions and more of how the problem is that John Wick is brought back into this organization, but he left and he doesn't really want to be a part of it. And so he doesn't really want to follow the rules anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, it made him come back the way he sees it. Yeah. Like you were the one you yeah. are, you brought me back. Like you could have just left him alone. Yeah. 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 And if, if uh, Vigo had let him just go put a bullet in his son mm-hmm. as revenge for killing his dog and taking his mm-hmm. car, it'd be over. Yep. It'd just be over. That'd be it. You <clears throat> just disappear to a new city and bury his guns under another letter of concrete in a different yeah. house. That's right. <laughs> and it'll be fine. But, you know, he goes out and he, he lays waste to the uh, certain amount of the criminal underworld of New York. And then uh, uh, the guy who gave him the marker that allowed him to get out is like, well, I guess uh, I have a job for you and you have no choice but to accept. And yeah. mm-hmm. that's movie number two. And um, to me, I think um, <clears throat> the fascinating things about movie number two and number three is that they, they build that underworld. And I find that, you know, the, the, the stunts are and the action sequences continue to be great. One thing I love about the action sequences in John Wick is he's constantly pausing to reload. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. empties his gun and he's got to put in another clip or he's out of clips and he's got to pick up a gun from somebody that he killed mm-hmm. or he doesn't have a gun right now. So he's got to engage in hand to hand combat until he has a new weapon. Um, and that's, it's very thoughtful. And I'm sure that if you sat there and you tried to count every bullet, you discover that he shot more than he should have. But I don't know. I bet that I, that seems like a detail that they might pay attention <laughs> to it, at least in the first couple of movies. I yeah, feel less yeah. confident about that assertion in John Wick four. John, yeah. yeah John Wick four is, is, uh, yeah, it's well, right, so did you like John Wick four, Tim? Um, did you enjoy it? I'm curious. You know, I enjoyed it, but I did think it was too long. Um, I didn't like it. I was so bored. <laughs> like genuinely, it was really disappointing to me. I liked about the first third. And then after that, I was like, I think if it had been, I don't know. I feel like if that had been the first in the series, I might've just left. Mm. Like I, it was, I was pretty, pretty disappointed. Um, yeah. So I was, I was just actually uh, writing something down to, to make a point that, uh, the first John Wick movie is 102 minutes mm-hmm. and the second one is 122 minutes. 
Then the third one is uh, 131 minutes. And then the fourth one is 169 minutes. Yeah. It's nearly three hours. It is, yeah. It is. The first one has something that the other ones don't. And that is, it is it, it, it gets in and it does its thing. And it's fucking high action violence. Mm-hmm. And then it's done. And while I love the expansion that happens in two and three, and I feel like those aren't necessarily too long. Four could have been like, easily like 40 minutes shorter and it would have been so much sweeter for it yeah i agree there's there's like a especially a point at uh at the end and i think that's if i have my biggest complaint about john wick 4 as we uh, move forward to john wick 4 is there's a point at the end where he's going to go into a duel with uh with the marquee to something yeah um and uh, the the agreement is no quarter, which means that that they can try and kill each other until the duel actually starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and literally every single criminal element in Paris, given the opportunity <laughs> to earn fifteen million dollars if they can kill John Wick, tries. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is like. Six different action set pieces, one right after the other, Mm -hmm. uh, all of which felt a little longer than they needed to be. Yeah. And none of which propelled the narrative forward. Like, so the thing I loved about three, which was also, you know, long, but the, 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 there was a lot, there was still so much world building, right. And, and, and cause it's parabellum. So it's prepare for war. We're not having the war. So, you know, you could argue like, well, of course three is building more world because it's parabellum it's prepare for war. And then four is the war, you know, that's the thing. So like, sure, I get that. But it just felt like with three, it was like every scene that wasn't fighting was just like, wow, what? Like, oh my gosh. Oh, the Russians. Ooh. And like, oh, and then like, oh, that's where he's from. Like, oh, he's from the Russians. Like, that's his family. That's exciting. I wouldn't have expected that. And like, you know, so there was like really cool stuff that we were learning. And in four, it was just like a constant action where no one with no stakes, like no one ever was hurt. Like he could fall, he fell off like a six-story building, and then just landed on the well, ground. That's the, that's the end of three, no, right? But like, like there's yeah. another one where he like went, or maybe it was stairs. He fell yeah. down like a bunch of. There's just a bunch of times where he's like falling and hitting and hurting himself, well, and he gets he's, hit by a car a number of times. Gets by a car over and over, and he's fine. He's not even limping, and it's like, man, if you. Do you know how hard it is to run on like a busted knee, even if you are like full of adrenaline and like a practiced, there's just certain parts of your body that if they get hurt, they don't work. Right. Like, and so that just felt, it just took me all the way out because the first movie felt like there were real consequences and actual, you know, damage being done to people. And the further we got into the series, it just feels like everyone becomes invincible. Well, a little bit. And I think in the first one, you want him to kill that kid. You know, oh, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like you want and, 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 and the movie is just just dragging it out, making it making it hard for him to kill the kid. And you're like, stop letting that little fucker get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's fun that he deserves uh, it. that that uh, punk ass kid is uh, Alfie Allen, who played Theon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones. Uh, Lily <laughs> Allen's little brother, who she wrote the song Alfie about. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, in the fourth <laughs> one, I mean, in the first one, it's just guys, right? It's just guys. 
He doesn't have a bulletproof suit. Nobody's bulletproof. It's just yeah, people. Bulletproof suit. By the time you get to the fourth movie, everyone has a bulletproof three-piece suit. Everybody. And the guys that show up in the first fight are wearing like bulletproof motorcycle helmets where the only place you can shoot them is like between in the neck between armor and armor. And all the like the Marquis goons in their like fine Italian gray suits are all, you know, all bulletproof suits where they're not even breaking ribs and stuff if they're getting shot in the suits, right? Yeah. And and it just felt like you know, in some video games, like there's this term uh bullet sponge where it's you're fighting against a boss and they just have an enormous amount of hit points and it's not necessarily hard, but it's a slog because of how long it takes you to kill them because of how much health they have. That's what it felt like in the fight scenes in four. Everyone's a bullet sponge because everyone's bulletproof and everyone's concussion proof, I guess too. Like no matter how (laughs) hard you get hit in the head, your brain is fine. Like that's just, it's just shit like that, that I just can't, it's it was like watching a DC movie, but there wasn't even the flimsy excuse of but they're gods, you know, yeah. like it was just oh my god. I guess I guess for me it's like if I was watching any of those action scenes on their own, I would probably enjoy them still. Uh mm-hmm. but but when with them being strung one right after the other. And the problem is there was so much so much building of consequences and 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 what especially in two and three of you know, John Wick effectively going to war, right? He's going to take down the organization that I really in four wanted to see him going after the table. Yeah. But we never even got to see them. No, it's just the Mark, the the Mark, the Marquis, who's a representative of the table. He's like the arm of the table or something. And there's Clancy Brown and that's fucking cool. But in the end, it, it, it didn't get any further along than it had been. Um, Yeah. And I I, love Bill Sarsgaard. He was dope, but like, he didn't do anything. Yeah. The the story didn't feel like it progressed after three. It felt like it was just, yeah, let's do it again. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, and I love one. I think one is fantastic. It's just about a perfect action film. I I, agree. I don't know that I like two quite as much, but I still think it's great. And what I love about Mm -hmm. two is, you know, this dude shows up with the marker. Yeah. And and he's like, you got it. You got to do this. So now John Wick's back in the game and he doesn't want to be. Yeah. Um, and he has to kill somebody he doesn't want to kill. And at the end, this dude, this this fucker who brought him back in, hides out at the Continental because he knows John Wick can't kill him there. And that scene mm. where the dude's going to give his his criminal monologue about how you can't touch me and I'm just going to mm-hmm. sit here and I'm going to enjoy all the food. that And John Wick just shoots him in the head. Yeah. And it's... Yep. It's perfect. The the it is a perfect moment that the movie built up to. It it's exactly what you wanted to happen, and you didn't think it was gonna. Yep. And it's- and then there's a, you know after that it's like well shit's gonna go down. You yeah. are you are now excommunicado, mm-hmm. and he starts running, and you know that that's the moment three is gonna start. Three is going to start seconds after number two ended. 
When yeah, I found uh, out three was called Parabellum and it was like prepare for war, I was like, fuck, that's cool. Okay. Like, that's so cool because, yeah, like I agree. One's a perfect movie. Two is like, oh, shit, there's all this great, cool lore. Mm-hmm. We're building so world much building, cool lore yeah. in this world. This world is very cool and exciting to me. I, I love this shit. And then, yeah. And so, like, oh, man, I was so excited when, when Bill Sarsgaard walked out in that and he's so tall and he's I think I find him very handsome and he looked very cool. And it was just like, oh, man, this guy's going to be a fucking nightmare to deal with. Right. Like he's got the reach, you know, like he's, he's this is good. We're going to learn about the high table. We're going to learn. But like he's kind of sleazy. That's a, yes. and creepy. He's handsome. interesting. looking. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. And, and he's so well-dressed and it's like, oh man, and he's here from the high table. We're going to learn about that. Oh yeah. We're going to learn all about like the, the people that, that run these hotels around the world and all this crazy shit. And then no, we fucking didn't. And instead we just had a bunch of like, it was just like, I don't know, man. It was like Chirrut Imwe, like re- rewrote where it's like this blind guy's amazing. And like well, the dog uh, guy did no point in the whole oh movie. Oh my God. Dog, dog guy, guy. Dog guy could have been cut entirely out of the movie and it would have changed the damn thing yeah the only the only reason he was there was when it was so john wick could be nice to his dog and he could decide not to kill john wick yeah dog lovers unite like like everybody was like well we gotta have the dog thing right well we did dogs before (laughs) we did dogs before let's do dogs and i mean having donnie donnie yen in a in a in a john wick film i mean i'm there for it and and that that was great but yeah it, it was it, it, Why did he have to be blind? Like for real, he's not blind. Like he's Donnie Yen is not blind. Why did they make his character? I don't know, man. That really bothered me because it was just like it really was just like why though? There's no purpose it's, to it. It's such a it's such a, a trope. The blind swordsman. Yeah, the thing. blind swordsman is a is a it trope. Is a, it is a trope, and it's it's, a, it's not a good trope. <laughs> it's not. And like the fact that he's already played a blind swordsman character, yeah. like was extra. Just like come on, man. Well, that means like, he knows what he's doing. I mean, they, the no. Keanu Reeves has already played John Wick three times, so. But he's, yeah, he's that's, that's different. different. I mean, Tim, isn't he's that type play John Wick in Star Wars? He's not. He's not like <laughs> Although, that. He's not. He's not like representing a community of people like when he doesn't belong to it. That's really the just. Yeah. It's like we have this whole thing about like, oh, we, oh my gosh, look how amazing it is. They hired a deaf actor, and they, you know, they and all these things. It's representation so important. And then everyone's like, yeah, Donnie Yen's being blind again, and he's so good at martial arts. I don't know. It just really it sure. bothered me a lot. I, uh, one thing I did absolutely love in four, uh, my favorite, my favorite action scene in four is the, it looked like all one cut, but maybe that was just clever editing top down hotline, Miami Mm -hmm. dragon's breath shotgun fight was fucking dope because introducing drag, like, uh, phosphorus or magnesium rounds are called dragon's breath in shotguns. Uh, it's, it's just a really great way to wreck a gun. And, uh, but if you're bulletproof, you're not, you know, fireproof. So it seemed like a great way to up the ante. Right. And, and other people are using that against wick. And obviously he gets his hands on one of those real fast. Um, but just that top down, there's just two games, uh, video games called hotline Miami 
that's the perspective of the game and that is the tone of the game is very fast paced gun violence and they captured that so perfectly in that in that fight scene uh, i i'm i'm sure many other people are making the comparison and i would rewatch that fight scene from this movie a couple more times. I don't think oh, yeah. I'd watch this whole movie a couple more times. That was that, that was a great fight scene. scene. It really was. And I think actually oh, the what follows that stair fight is not nearly as good, which is kind of a problem. Um that, Tim, did you laugh your ass off when he fell down those stairs? I was just I, I didn't I, just, I, I, I don't tend to laugh out loud in movie theaters unless, you know, so, I mean, but it's pretty dumb when he's just like, oh, I will roll down this flight of stairs and then somehow have to roll just enough that I will roll down the next flight of stairs. Yeah. 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 How many stairs are there? I guess. Yeah. It was like he was. They, they like was said how many stairs they were. That there were. The radio announcer said how many stairs there oh, were. That's right. That's Here's, right. Because they had to make sure you knew. It, it Here's was like some stuff. Sideshow Bob on the rakes when yeah. he fell down those stairs. Like I was. I, I don't think yeah. I was supposed to. Here's some stuff that I I I wanted to see that I missed and that I think yeah. they've set up is like, okay, so fifteen million dollars to kill John Wick. Yeah. Why don't you ever see a shot of a couple of guys sitting in there in their criminal garage, and their cell phones light up and they look at it and it's like, oh, fifteen million dollars. You know, maybe they're both reading a magazine. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifteen million dollars. The one guy says to the other, the other guy's like, who's the target? John Wick. And they both look at each other, and he puts down his phone, and they pick up yeah, the magazines again. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. like you aren't telling me that there's nobody in this entire underworld aware that he's killed like practically thousands of people that doesn't go fuck it i don't feel like yeah. dying dying tonight 15 mil also, not worth it uh, nope. how, how what's the criminal to regular person ratio in this <laughs> yeah. world it's like 10 to 1 Everybody's like every an single person is like oh oh better go fucking eat it. yeah it's so there's that that and the other thing where there's just to, there's so many of them and it's like you think you're gonna kill Baba Yaga, like you, you're with the ponytail and the glasses. You're going to go <laughs> yeah. do that. You got one motorcycle. <laughs> like you have, yeah. you have not actually performed a su- successful hit in your entire career. All you ever have done is run money for drugs. And you're yeah. like, I'm, I'm yeah. getting a gun and I'm killing John Wick. It ain't going to yeah, happen, man. man. And I, I, I would like to see that. It'd be cooler I, if people were helping him because yeah. they wanted to him to get away or they wanted to like, if they were fighting on his side, that would have been so much cooler. Well, that's that's kind of what dog guy was. I guess they have a little bit of that at the nobody. beginning. They have a little bit of that, <laughs> that again with, uh, with Osaka oh. continental guy and his daughter. I believe um, his name is Mr. Nobody, uh-oh. which is like, Cause it's like, oh, so I shouldn't even give a fuck about this Yum. character. <laughs> like, yeah, um, I liked the. I really. So I said I liked the first third. One of the things I liked was I liked the Continental Osaka. I liked Akira. I thought she was a cool introduction, you know, an introduced character, mm-hmm. like you know, someone who's she's her father's major domo, right? Yeah. And so that was Concierge. it was cool. Yeah, co- yeah, it was cool to have that uh, aspect of it. It was a bummer that they got deconsecrated so fast, but it was cool learning. That the hotel can be deconsecrated. That was mm-hmm. cool, right? Like then so like it just I don't know. It 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 and then it was just a fuck fest. They're <laughs> all it was like <laughs> it was just I got so desensitized to it that the violence didn't even feel interesting. Mm-hmm. And like it's I was like falling asleep a little bit, which is really fucked up when I mean that's just like <laughs> when there's so many people watching, dying and people are so just getting many murdered. gunshots. 
Well, um, and I think a big part of it was like, no one was dying for a long time. It was, and it was just like he, or he'd, he'd, he'd kill everybody. And it'd be like 15 minutes of him killing 25 dudes. And you're like, okay. And then, oh, he's got them all. And then like 30 seconds would go by and it'd be like 10 more dudes are there to cock guns at him. And he has this like, here we go. And I'm like, yeah, here we go. Like, I, I mean, I, we know what's going to happen. Although, do we? Because he died at the end. Or no, did he? he? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Spoiler. Like we didn't say we were going to spoil it. But, yeah, it looks like he's dead at the end. And I no. I mean, the dude fell off, fell off a four-story building and landed on a truck and dented the shit out of that truck when he hit it and somehow still got up and uh, made it to the, made it to the uh, duel in time. So... Here's what happened. <laughs> John Wick has faked his own death with the help of his uh, his co- two compatriots so that he can kill the high table. That's what John I want. Wick, John Wick 5 is going to be him murdering everyone on the high table. He's going to come out of the shadows. They're going to be like, oh, shit, you were dead. And he's going to be like, you're dead. And then he's going to kill them <laughs> That's all. That's literally the dialogue yeah. quality. <laughs> yeah. Which is but fine. Think- John Wick is not a talker. And that's okay. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I feel like he's gotten worse. Like the way the way he talks yeah. has gotten dumber. Like I, <laughs> like at the first movies didn't. I don't remember it being that bad. It, like okay, every yeah, like like blah 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 blah. Uh, okay, it's like that's not even how a person says okay. Like that's just it's, his cadence he, was all off. He delivered weird. a few very memorable lines in that way. And they've become exaggerated over the yeah. course of the films where now he has to say, yeah. And okay. It's like a Batman that voice. That's like almost indecipherable because it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit much. Yeah. Um, But I we mean, that's been off too. Yeah, I mean, I the, what what Keanu Reeves and the director, whose name I'm blanking, uh, uh, I'll pull it up because I don't remember either. Uh, Derek Kolstad is the creator. Yeah, and I mean, what they've said is kind of that they're they're they don't quote have plans to make another mm-hmm. John Wick movie right now, but Keanu Reeves has also said that if he gets asked to make another John Wick movie, he'd say yes in a heartbeat. Um, Chad Stahelski. Stahelski. I would Stahelski. say Stahelski. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Reeves loves making them. And yeah, I don't think there's, you know, we did not see John Wick die. We saw John no. Wick pass out and we saw a grave. That's yeah. what we saw. Um, I I will be, man, I'm probably the only person in the whole world who's like, God, I hope he's dead because that's a more interesting movie. Hmm. You know, like a John Wick five where it's like them getting revenge for him. Or something, you know, I feel like is more interesting. But I will say I am interested to see Ballerina. Yeah. Uh, because it's directed by Len Weissman uh, and it's got it stars Ana de Armas. Uh, and I love her. She's so, so good. I, She's so fucking I am very good. excited to see that. And it's set between three and four. Yeah, she, so that's that's a that's cool. She you did know? good on SNL. She, she did. did. She did she pretty did. good. Yeah. I, I, I just. They're going to do that TV show still, too. Huh? And that's right? got uh, that's got the, the concierge actor who. Arthur. Art, Lance, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. Art is still doing the Continental. I haven't seen yeah. anything about it. It was it was like on hold, but like unfortunately, I think Mel Gibson is still slated to star in it. So uh, like, I don't gonna watch it. Yeah, no, uh, I won't watch it if he's in it. Frankly, yeah, I, you know, and the thing is that I will watch. I, I mean, I'll watch it because frankly, the first three John Wicks were great, um, good to great, and the last one was eh. Um, 
And if if the next one is John Wick taking down the high table, that's what I've been waiting for. Well, yeah, um, I'll see the next movie. I'm just not yeah. going to watch the show The Continental because it has Mel Gibson. Yeah, no, it. I get it. I, but I'm yeah, and I'm Peacock, so we're yeah. not going to. I and you know, and the thing is that, um, and I'm actually, uh, I'm writing a show for the Minnesota Fringe this year called John Wick by Tim Wick, no relation. Mm. Um, and it's it's partially about the John Wick movies, and it's partially about having the same name as a fictional character um, Hmm. and, and a lot of other things. It's also about mental illness and, uh, and it it was inspired by the John Wick movies and, and the, you know, the, 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 the concept that if anybody had ever given John Wick some some therapy, all of this could have been solved. Um, What mental illness? What? Which mental illness? Well, he's clearly suffering from situational depression. Hmm. Um, So, and, and that's not really, Anyway, there's a lot of stuff going into the play, and it's 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 not just about a bunch of actors on stage shooting each other in the head. Um, with nerd, but there's going to be some of that, right? Well, yeah. I mean, there has to be. I I will say that uh, the one thing that I wish had happened, and and if anybody's out there listening in John Wick Five, I would like to see this. You know, the whole idea of John Wick shooting everybody in the head to make sure they're dead is I want John Wick to shove somebody off of a building, and while they are falling, shoot them in the head. <laughs> because that's that's got to be the best John Wick action ever. It's like, yeah, I mean, the fall's probably going to kill him, but I got to make sure. Got to so, confirm the kill. Well, he didn't want somebody shooting him in the back, and the only way to make some, sure somebody isn't shooting you in the back is to shoot him in the head every time. I think, I think that, uh, so I think that, like, there, there's like a, you know how sometimes with a fandom, uh, of a movie you're like oh no you know and like i feel like <laughs> one of them for me is people who are like if anyone shot my dog i would also go murder a bunch of people and it's like have you ever held a gun <laughs> like i mean like no <laughs> yeah. offense, but like, you're not that and then also the people who are like fuck yeah john wick see that's why i am supporting the nra and like you know john wick you can't like the john wick movies and not and and then be about gun control and like shit like that's like it's a fictional world it is and i you know i'm i i i think john wick might be pro-gun control um yeah i I think so actually uh i mean i know keanu reeves definitely is well, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Tim. So the uh, the writer of jo- the creator of John Wick's Derek Colstad, uh, he also did Nobody. Did you see Nobody? I did. It's not. a very John Wick. I oh, wanted to. Me. That that came out during the no, pandemic, that, didn't it? It was Brian yeah, Cranston. Yeah, uh, yeah twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, streaming, and I just I never got around to it. So Nobody is. Uh, it's. The premise is basically fucking John Wick, except for it's Bob Odenkirk instead of Keanu Reeves. He's, you know, an accountant. He's a mild-mannered family man. His his wife and his teenage son both think he's a fucking pussy. Like, I think his son actually calls him that at one point. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, his house gets robbed. and He doesn't do anything about it. And he kind of snaps. And he kind of has, like, a falling down moment. And he gets the shit beat out of him through this movie as he's killing everyone but the action is very much like 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 john wick action the story is very much like john wick you know it it might as well be in the same universe 
It's written by the same guy. But if you like John Wick and you want more of that, that isn't burdened by the franchise. Yeah. Nobody is a great movie. What was that other movie we watched with the guy who was maybe an angel? Do you remember that? Mm. Uh, and he also was like beating up a bunch of people and like there and like a girl that like, gave him refuge or something. And do you remember what I'm talking about? I don't. At oh all. my gosh. Okay. Uh, I'm going to see if I can figure it out. But it was like, it was, it was called like, maybe it was like Henry or something like that. I don't know. Not Hardcore Henry. Not. You didn't see that. That was. Not Hardcore Henry. No. Because that is the same director as nobody. No, but it was, it was like, he, it was like, it was like, he, it reminded me a lot of, of like, he was like a, he didn't know, he kind of didn't know who he was. He didn't want to talk about who he was. Hmm. And, and uh, it turned out that like, maybe he was like a, like a supernatural being or something. Oh my God. No, it's going to drive me crazy. Well, I will try to figure it out later. <laughs> Do you remember who was in it or anything? No. I, all I remember was that he got the shit beat out of him by some guys and he was going to go take him out. And he also might be an angel or maybe a demon. And so like he had some, uh, there was some supernatural thing. Um, I think, I think I what can't. we're learning is just don't beat the shit out of guys. You think that. Don't uh, beat the shit yeah, out of guys. It's just like they, uh, they, they're probably secretly assassins and they will fuck <laughs> your shit up. Um, John Wick famously killed three men with a pencil. Um, yeah. Three men. We, with a pencil. Uh, yeah, we, we, um, so, uh, we, we saw John Wick at the Alamo draft house <laughs> and that was really funny because they did a really good at first. So when we, we got there right away cause we were going to have dinner. And so we got to see, uh, they were showing, uh, Keanu Reeves stuff from when he was like 19 and doing like ads for a local drugstore. His commercials. <laughs> His commercials. They showed, um, they showed like, uh, yeah, the things I hate, which is when, uh, people do, uh, summaries of movies, but they interject it with their own fucking dumb jokes and little like yeah. clips, of other shit. And so it was like, his name is Baba Yaga. And then they like flash to some stupid fucking cartoon. It's like, not that one record scratch, like just like that kind of thing. But they had a really good summary that like took you through yeah. the first three movies, which was really cool because then going into it, I was, I knew a lot more, but it might've been to the movie's detriment <laughs> because <laughs> I knew a lot more from the other movies. I remembered more. Uh, but yeah, it was, I, I, if you ever are going to go see, if you're going to see, Seeing a movie, if you have a draft house near you, to be honest, it is so fun. It's a good experience. The pre-show is worth it. Uh, It's really fun. They For the Dungeons and Dragons movie, when we saw it there, they had, you know, the old movie with Jeremy Irons. They had the cartoon. They showed uh, clips from Freaks and Geeks, clips from Stranger Things. Satanic Panic News. Yeah, yeah. Clippings. It was, was, so that was part of, I had a good time seeing John Wick 4 because we saw it with our, our buddies. Yeah. And, you know, even the, and we saw all the stuff beforehand. And so overall, the experience was positive. I just wish, I mean, I think if that movie had been half as long, it would have been yeah. a fucking killer. I think yeah. I, I would have liked to see it split into two films where the first film is him going after the Mar- the Marquis or Marquis. I think they pronounce it Marquis. But anyway, um, and the second the second movie is him then taking on the the council. It's like mm-hmm, I killed I killed the dude that was standing between me and the council. Now you got no buffer. Time to take mm-hmm. you down. Um and uh and and that that I think would have made for a better pair of movies. So agreed. I uh uh talking about John Wick 
and the series and the world building and all that jazz, the more I think about it, the more it really makes me want to go reread Brian Azzarello's 100 Bullets. Mm, that's a good comic. Uh, it's it's a totally complete Vertigo comic. I think it's like 10 or 11 trades about a guy that shows up and gives you a briefcase with a gun and 100 bullets and carte blanche to kill someone to make your life right. And how this is all a part of a larger plan that involves criminal organizations and and uh, a long plot revenge and he has his own motivations and it's not altruistic and it's a it's a really great comic series and it has a lot in common with John Wick I haven't read it in years and and I think I'm I'm going to do a reread now that I think about how cl- how neat it is how similar All right I can't this movie it's making me fucking crazy <laughs> it's making me crazy uh, well listeners if you remember a movie like that please let me know it was like an indie film it wasn't like a big box office movie and and uh it it, it had a lot of this dude was like a like john wick like killing machine like he was and and so like when when and people he was staying in like a motel or something and then he stayed with this i want to say like a younger woman and and he had like there was something like he had tattoos on his back that were wings, but maybe they were actually wings. Not Violent Night. No, that okay. is a Santa movie. That was, yeah, I mean, that's Santa. He's, he's, Santa. he's like a demon he's in that movie. He's not Santa Claus. <laughs> it's not, there's no holiday associated with it at all. It was just like, yeah, it was, oh man, anyway, anyway. All right, well, we'll let Molly worry about that. She'll think about it about five minutes after we stop recording. And we are going to uh, get ready to stop recording. I think we've talked enough about John Wick. Uh, I can't recommend the first three John Wicks uh, highly enough. And I think most of them are available uh, on on some streaming platforms. I mean, obviously, you can you can rent or buy them on Amazon Prime or uh, Apple Plus or several other platforms. But I think uh, the first three are available for, for viewing in other uh, through other means. And uh, if you like a good action film, these are, uh, I think, three of the top notch action films that I've seen. And four, <laughs> you know, it's got a lot of good action scenes. It really it also does. Exists. Yes. Uh, so we don't have uh, five questions, five answers this week. We don't. We we uh, we read our our last one that came in the day we recorded the episode last week. So we're going to remind you. You can send them to five answers. Sorry, five questions at geekswithoutgod.com, and we will read your answers on the air. Uh, it's it's and you it's can get a sticker easy. if you give me your address. I know you get a sticker, and if you don't give Molly your address, she'll send you an email and say, "Hey, give me your address," and then you'll get a sticker, and it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want a Geeks Without God sticker? And the only way you can get it is if you send us your five answers and also your address. So questions probably. <laughs> or questions, whatever. We're at this point. No, I'm saying, no, no. I'm saying like, who doesn't who want doesn't? a Geeks Without God sticker? And I said, Christians, probably. Well, probably. But <laughs> maybe they'll put it on the back of their car with a, one of those those uh, pirated Calvin pissing on it stickers. Ooh, yeah. So, Ooh, yeah. If you hate our show, definitely get one of our stickers to put a Calvin pissing on it. And then send us a picture and we'll feature it on our website, our brand spanking new website that we have thanks to Patreon supporters. One of the ways we thank our Patreon supporters is we let them listen to episodes early. As soon as these episodes are the next two episodes are ready, they're going to go up online. We're going to let our Patreon supporters listen to them. Also, if we had a queue, they would get bumped to the top of it. 
when they send us their answers to our five questions. So think about that if you're a Patreon supporter and you haven't sent us your answers. We'd sure appreciate that. We're going to be back next week. We're going to be talking about other geeky stuff or atheist stuff or who the hell knows. We haven't figured it out yet, but we will at some point. And it looks like there might be something else Molly has to say. Am I? Am I? Oh. Never mind. Never mind. That was just a. It was like we, you thought we were going to end, but she's it was. Pee. Oh, she's got to be. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no dogs were harmed in the recording of this podcast. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. We're geeks. We're geeks. We're geeks without God. Until next time, you can find us blogging at geekswithoutgod.com. You can follow us on Twitter at geekswithoutgod, and you can even like us on Facebook. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, we're geeks, we're geeks without God. We're geeks, geeks without God. Roughly two weeks from now, yes, I'm being a pedant.